When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. For my faithful listeners who are used to ad-free podcast episodes, we now have them for you over on our exclusive membership community on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash self-care IRL. In addition to the ad-free podcast episodes, you will also find all of the gems that I have created for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. So as we get closer to the new year, I have been just thinking a lot about goals and just how to be better, you know, like really what is self-care in real life, right, for me. And a huge part of my process is being intentional. So we are starting early over here. Hopefully you are on board with me. But I have to be honest with you and say that I immediately felt this like heavy weight of anxiety the minute I entertained the idea of me working on my goals and like what that actually meant. Like, where do I start? You know, how long is it going to take me? Like, hell, what are my goals? Like my mind instantly turned into like this hamster wheel of repetitive thoughts, you know, and then kind of just circling over and over again, like, well, you said you were going to do this last year and you didn't and blah, 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 you know, and so your mind just, or at least mine, I'll say our minds, because I know that it's you and I together, right? But our minds just go on and on and on. And then you look up a year later and you have in fact done nothing. So In today's episode, we are going to chat about a quick method that I've been seeing circulating on Beyonce's internet. (laughs) We know how we love Beyonce's internet, but I've been seeing this kind of um, method of how to start small to improve yourself. So I've added a few steps because improvement. (laughs) So number one, do not change everything at once. Now I do have like a master list of things that I need to get done or that I want to get done. But this is just like my working list. I really try hard not to get overwhelmed by it, by understanding that it's just almost like a brain dump. Like it's a huge list. I don't number it. I just write down all the things that come to mind because I am forgetful. I got to start doing puzzles and um, them number games or something because my mind 
is really forgetful, but I do have a master list of like all the things that I need to get done. But this list, again, we are not actually starting with this list. It's just a list to work from because you will get hella overwhelmed if you think that you're going to complete all 1,010 tasks in a month or 30 days, you know. So start with one to three small goals that you can easily achieve. The easy goals are great for your ego. Like they stroke your ego so hard, like real bad. And the confidence that you build will help you build momentum as you go on to tackle the bigger the bigger goals. For example, if your goal like mine is to eat healthier, let's start by making at least one of our meals healthy. I try it all the time. I say, oh, I'm going to go on a diet and for seven days I'm going to eat well. I'm going to have salads and I'm going to have no bread and no carbs and blah, 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 blah. And by Tuesday morning, I have had four cups of coffee loaded with sugar and milk. I've had a McMuffin. I've <laughs> I've had all the things that I said I'm not going to have. So let's work on doing a small thing at a time. So we're going to work on having one small healthy meal. Well, not a small healthy meal, but you get what I'm saying. We're going to have one healthy meal each day. What this does, obviously, it tricks our brain into thinking, one, that we're doing a good job because we are essentially, but it also gives you time to build up that habit. Another great example, if you want to exercise more like me, commit to walking just 20 minutes every day, even if it's just going outside and walking around your neighborhood, but commit to walking around at least 20 minutes a day. That 20 minutes will grow and then you can increase and build again the new habit. Changing everything at once will quickly have you overwhelmed, which, what does that do? It makes you want to give up. Raise your hand if this is you. Also imagine me raising my hand with you because this is me, it me, as the internet says. So start small and be patient with yourself and give yourself lots of grace. The same grace grace that you be giving them raggedy people outside. Yes, that's the grace we want you to give yourself. Remember that progress is way more important than perfection. And perfection literally does not exist. So this week, let's set clear targeted, realistic goals that you and I can both achieve. Let's connect over the Patreon and let me know what small goals you are conquering this week. The second thing that we're going to do is make a plan of action and actually stick to it. This one is kind of a no-brainer, but the reason why we fail at this is because We get cocky and really overlook this no-brainer. So staying focused and motivated requires discipline. Discipline will require planning. So write down your goals and action steps and then put them somewhere where you'll see them every single day. I try to put things in multiple places. Like I got a post-it sticky board. I got a race board. I got a mirror that I put sticky things on. I got apps on my phone. Put it everywhere where you can see it. Make sure your plan is also specific and realistic to follow through with. And don't forget to track your progress and celebrate your wins. Take action every day, even if it's just a small step. Working towards your goals is way more important than taking those sporadic giant steps. I know for me, those uh, sporadic giant steps happen like every six months. I'd be like, oh, wait, I got goals. Let me do something really big. If I were (laughs) to do something 
every day towards my goals, imagine how far I would actually be. You do the same. Number three is habit stacking. If you have never heard of habit stacking, I know I was doing it, but I didn't know what it was called. But if you've never heard of habit stacking, this really could be the key to our success in creating changes in our lives. We can all agree that there are certain tasks that we have on a daily basis, our daily routines that never slip through the cracks, like having a morning cup of coffee. The idea behind habit stacking is that if you want to have a new daily habit, simply piggyback that task on a habit that you are already doing daily. The people who research the things on the internet, you know the people, well, they say it's easier for your brain to actually develop a new habit if it's stacked on a current habit that you're already doing. So for example, if you want to start creating a habit of journaling more, attach it to your morning coffee habit. Whether you make it at home or you spend the morning at a coffee shop, start a practice of journaling while you have your morning coffee. Simple, easy, new habit created. Number four is one of those top tier methods or gems you know, that we find in each episode that I do. And it's really kind of me talking to me, but it is celebrate your wins. I know for a fact, it's proven time and time again that I am humble to my own fault. Celebrating things often feels like bragging for me. Like I can only bring my parents, but I'm an adult, so I should get rid of this. But like growing up, celebrating was a little bit of a brag, right? Like if we came home and we're like, oh, I got an A. And my parents would be like, well, you're supposed to get A's. And so what that did was kind of leave this kind of instilled thing where I shouldn't celebrate things that I do. Um, And so finding a middle ground on this has been interesting. But I know that celebrating my wins, big or small, helps me to stay motivated and keeps me progressing towards my goal, right? But I often wait until like something huge happens. Like I can think about like the US Open and even that I feel like I didn't celebrate it enough. Um, but I wait for something big to happen and be like, oh, I did a good thing where it's like, you really should be celebrating all of the things, big or small. So do not wait until something huge happens for you. Acknowledge even the smallest of accomplishments and give yourself credit just just for progressing. Recognize that every step forward is success. No matter how small it may seem or be, it is a step towards your, your success. Getting up in the mornings for me is a struggle, friend. It is a struggle. It's like my body... My body is like that 1976 Buick that's been sitting in the garage or the driveway on a cold cold morning and it needs about two hours to warm up. That is me. So when I do manage to wake up before, I don't know, 9 a.m. and get like straight up out the bed, like my feet hit the floor and I hit the ground running, I celebrate. Even if the celebration is just like a 60 second or 30 second dance party in my mirror, I make sure that I give myself a high five internally outside, externally, what's the word here? Externally, internally, all that good stuff. I make sure that I celebrate and I give myself credit. To celebrate your accomplishments, you can buy yourself something new, like a treat, a a new pair of shoes. Don't do food because food will have us fat again. But (laughs) treat yourself with a new pair of shoes, you know, a new handbag, a new book, if you like to read. 
Um, take yourself out to lunch or dinner or take a break from your workday and go see a movie. You know, don't forget to do something that you enjoy. Maybe it's a relaxing bath or playing your favorite sport or going for a massage. Also, tell your friends and family about your accomplishments and ask them to help you celebrate you. Gather for maybe like a dinner, celebrate um, a meetup at a lounge, you know, I'm going to start doing, it's funny, I haven't told my friends this, but we used to do Wine Wednesdays with a group of friends, but those group of friends aren't friends anymore. Anyway, long story short, um, long story long, really, but long story short, I want to bring back Wine Wednesdays for me and my friends, but I want to make it like, um, when Wednesday wins or something like that, um, where we kind of get together once a month on a Wednesday and we talk about our wins. I think also as black women specifically, I know women in general, but black women specifically don't talk enough to their peers, to their friends, their families about their wins. Because as I said, we've been conditioned to believe that this is bragging when it is in, it is important and vital to our self-improvement and it's a great way to practice self-compassion. But I'm going to bring back, I think I need a name. I should call it like Wednesday Wins or something. like. Anyway, but I'm going to bring back that for my group of friends and I suggest you do the same. I think we're going to do it over wine and, and like, you know, small bites or whatever, maybe a potluck style and just have people openly talk about their wins. And then also, this is the part that I added because improvement. But I'm also going to have them, in addition to sharing our wins, we're also going to add like an accountability. So maybe we're going to talk about like how we can, well, what we need to be supported. Because the other thing I know that I do that I think you do also is not ask for the help that we need. So at our Wednesday wins, we're going to talk about our wins and then also what the what we're going to talk about our goals, right? So state our goals, talk about the wins and then ask for the help in 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 where we need it. A lot of times we forget that we have circles of friends that do amazing things. And sometimes those amazing things can help you check off things on your goals. So Go ahead, start your own. That's a free idea for you. Go ahead and start your own Wednesday wins dinner or potluck, whatever you want to call it. Let me know if you do in the Patreon or Instagram. I know that scrolling on social media is just not helpful for my mental health. So I try my best to lean on other activities instead. Recently, I started spending my free time on the Lake Coloring app. Lake Coloring is an Apple Design award-winning coloring app that focuses on creativity, well-being, and relaxation. My favorite part is that they actively support the worldwide artist community by sharing part of every subscription with them. Coloring nurtures our imagination, revives our forgotten creativity, and fills us with calmness and enjoyment, making it a great and accessible self-care tool you can use anywhere and anytime. You know how much I love journaling, so when I found out Lake had a daily mood tracker and coloring journal feature, I was thrilled. Download Lake Coloring on the App Store. Lake is iOS only, so it's only available on iPhones and iPads. You can use the code SELFCARE25 for a 25% discount on a yearly subscription. Download Lake Coloring on the App Store today and get coloring. Number five also feels very top tier. 
Um, because I know for a fact that we are super hard on ourselves. So number five is don't be too hard on yourself. Everyone makes mistakes. Cut and clear. We all make mistakes. And you are bound to have setbacks along the way. What's important is that you learn from your mistakes and keep going. You have to be patient with yourself. And remember that progress takes time. Also note that this is me talking to me, just FYI. Anyways, forgiving yourself is the ultimate flex in life. Let me say that again. Forgiving yourself is the ultimate flex in life. And it's essential to moving on from your mistakes. Practicing self-compassion is vital if you want to improve yourself. Focus on the present and understand that the past is the past. And you simply, you simply can't change it. All you can do is focus on the present moment and make the best of it. You got to learn from your mistakes. It's, you, you just got to. Make sure you understand what went wrong. And then that way you can avoid the same mistakes again next time. Let go of all the perfectionism that you experience or look for or whatever the word is. Just accept that you are human and it's okay to make mistakes. Perfectionism can be a massive obstacle on the road to self-improvement. So you got to let it go. Number six is find your support system. We all know that having a support system in general is crucial to a life well lived, but especially crucial if you have goals in sight, and well, duh, we all have goals in sight. Whether you need hands-on support or just emotional support, knowing that someone is there to lift you up will be incredibly helpful. Find a friend or a family member who will support you on your journey. It is someone you can rely on for encouragement and accountability. And trust me when I tell you, it is someone that you need. Find a role model or a mentor. This also, the, the idea of a mentor also can be someone that you follow but don't know. Like I have lots of mentors in my head, as we like to call them, but I still find great, um, I find great, what's the word? I find great purpose for them, right? Like I have no desire to go out and meet them. If I do, that's great. But just the idea that they're creating content or I'm following along watching them win helps me to really, again, put in perspective what my goals are and helps me feel supported in a way. Like, I think it's really good for you to have those in real life support system and also have a, a collective, maybe like 10 to 15 people that you look up to that you can find encouraged from um, and also just get that little boost of motivation that you need whenever you need something. Um, it just gives you insight and inspiration. You're in real life support system. Make sure that you talk to them, you know, whenever you need a boost, um, whenever you need to be motivated. Again, that's why I'm going to bring back my Wednesday wins because sometimes, especially as a solopreneur, you know, it's just me running this business as a person who also is an entrepreneur, so I'm at home most of the time, I am literally, literally in a bubble by myself. So I get in my head, I get lazy, I get tired, um, I get frustrated, I get mad, you know, all of the emotions, but I'm experiencing them all by myself, which is a heavy load for your mind, for your psyche, for your person, for your soul to just carry, Right. Um, and so find your support system, whatever that looks like for you. Obviously, 
it'll be great to find a support system in your area, you know, people, your friends, other entrepreneurs that are going through the same thing that you are, you know, a community or group of people who are also working towards the same goal, you know, that can provide support and motivation. But if you can't find that in real life, there's also tons, like these Facebook groups, tons of online groups and meetups that you can, you know, join and, and be a part of you know, um, online. So however you get it and possibly maybe, maybe it's both, you know, I think the duality of things serves us well in most cases. So maybe you do have your support system, uh, in person where you meet up with your friends and your family, your people, but then you also have these online situations where you can build relationships, you know, through like-minded things. So whatever it is, find your support system. This is also a great step to smart charts. A great step to starting small. Okay, we almost done. I got two more. I feel like my episodes have been getting longer lately. Let me know um, on Instagram or Patreon or wherever. Do you like longer episodes or you want those little short sound bites? Let me know. Anyway, number seven is set goals for yourself. If you haven't set any concrete goals, how on earth do you expect to progress? Also, please understand that I am talking to myself. Anyway, get specific, right? Get specific about what it is that you want to achieve and how soon you want to achieve it. Documenting how soon you want to do it will determine how hard you need to work, right? So say if I want to, I don't know, buy a house. Buying a house tomorrow ain't a thing for anybody, really. But buying a house five to 10 years from now is a realistic goal. And so you can make some really good accomplishments in five to 10 years on that goal of wanting to buy a house, whether it's fixing up your credit, saving money, you know, figuring out where you want to live, what neighborhood, narrowing that down, what are the things you want to look for in a house. So when we think about those kind of goals, you want to set goals and really get specific, but don't. Don't get overwhelmed with the idea of this massive goal, especially goals that are like years out. Don't get don't get overwhelmed. Just don't do it. And don't don't feel uh strapped, I guess is the word. I can't get my words together, but don't don't feel um overly committed to that that number. Like put a number on it, but don't put a number on it. So say if my goal is 5 years to buy a house, if in five years I haven't bought the house, it's okay. You can add a couple more years. But think about it. If you had never put that goal number there, your mind would have taken this little mosey on time, you know, and you would be 20 years later and you still ain't got no house. So set weekly or monthly goals to track your progress just to see how far you've come. It will help you stay motivated even when you don't notice the results. That's the good thing about documenting things is because when you're in it, when you're in the storm, when you're in the whatever, you know, working towards it and you're, you know, you got your head headlights on and you don't see nothing else, you know, straight ahead is all you see. You often forget how much work has been done. When I think about, for example, when I think about DJing, and this is not a goal, but this is just a, a, a um, an exercise on progress, right? Like when I think about DJing, I started in 2020, right? Not really a thing. I'm going to practice. I literally practiced every day for a year. Every day I turned my controller on. I fooled with fooled around with music. 
I set up my cue points as a DJ talk, but I did all the things that DJs do to practice and to be better. I did that for an entire year. Now, mind you, I had some help because we were inside. And so COVID was like, sit your asses down. (laughs) But what I'm saying to you is that the things that you do for a long period of time will pay off. But when you're in it, you often forget that you're actually doing it. Like I looked up, the year was gone. And I was like, oh, crap, a year, a year is gone. I kind of might be good. Let's see what outside is like. I have to think, I often think about, right? I often think about like what would have happened if 2020 were a thing and uh, 2020 came and I just swindled or not swindled. I can't get my work together. What would have happened if 2020 came and I just did nothing, right? And I just wasted the year away. I would not be as good as I am today. I just, you know, I'm going to bat my own back and celebrate myself because I am pretty good. But I would not be as good because I did not do the work. So while I am rambling, child, you get what I'm trying to say. Do the work. (laughs) And if you're a visual person, here's another tip. If you're a visual person, you can create a vision board for what you want to achieve. It will help you stay focused. If you don't hear anything else I say today on this episode, the common denominator is me and you. What will help us in that is to stay focused on our goals and just visualize all the things that we want to achieve. You can create a physical one or a digital one. Sometimes I even, digital ones can get a little wonky for me because I often end up forgetting to actually even look at it. So I have to have it like in front of me where I can like actually see it. Seeing the things that you wish for obviously will help you believe in the possibility that it could be your reality. There, I wrapped up that thought. Goodness, that was hard, girl. Number eight is probably the most important, which is why I saved it for last, but it is be patient and keep working towards your goals, even when things get tough. It is normal to have setbacks. It is normal to feel discouraged, but do not give up on yourself. Be patient. Working towards your goals is hard, but you got to do it. You got to do it. No matter how long it takes, no matter how many times you restart, you got to do it. Remember that your progress is way more important than perfection. I cannot say that enough because I am also saying it to myself. Again, these podcasts are for you, but they're also for me. If you find yourself feeling discouraged, take a moment to take out your journal and actually write out your feelings and release all of that frustration onto the page. I find when I do this, it helps clear my mind. Clarity is also something that's super, super, super important when we think about setting goals. When you are not clear on what you want to do, on where you want to be, how you're going to get there, it is going to be super hard for you to, to one, set the goal, right? If you can't be clear with what you want in life, where you want to be, who you want to be, how you want to love, like all the things I could go on and on. If you are not clear with those things, it's going to be super, super hard for you. So I implore you, encourage you to start journaling to make sure that you are listening to yourself, to make sure that you're giving yourself space to be heard. Um, and not just from other people. I think we also put, it's it's good to have the support system. That is a, it's 
legitimately good. But we also don't put enough emphasis on what it means to be validated from ourselves. What does that look like for you? What what does validating myself look like? And for me, a huge part of validating how I feel, how I move, um, just everything. A huge part of validating myself is journaling. I can see my thoughts. Again, I can release the anger, the frustration. It's not stuck in my head. Um, so I implore you to journal. When you find yourself in that um, motivational slump, you can also try reading motivational books or listening to podcasts. I know that that's why you're here. So I know that you've got that down. Um, but listening to podcasts, listening to other people talk about things that you can relate to, things that you want answers to, things that you need help solving. That is a great way to get inspired and learn new tips and tricks. I hope that when you learn these things, you build community and you share them, right? I love it when y'all get on the internet and talk about, well, Ty said, and Ty said to do, and Ty said, that pleases my heart so much because I know that you're in the valley, you're in the hills, you're doing the work, and you're doing the work with your people. And as we go on to community wellness, um, a large part of self-care in real life does exist in our community. So starting small is a great way to improve yourself without feeling overwhelmed. Remember, as I said, set realistic goals, make a plan of action, and be patient. Don't forget to celebrate your accomplishments and practice self-compassion. With these eight steps, you will be on your way to a better version of yourself. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are here every week faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share, please consider joining our community. Log on to patreon.com slash self-care. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash self-care IRL. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your go a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, toodles.